Oh, I was just going to say shrimp buffets. Alright. Yeah. Does Pat Boone have a, have a snack? Uh, holy water. <laughs> Saltines oh, and holy water. Holy water? water. <laughs> 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 Alright, what's up, saltines and holy water? Welcome to Pod Minutes to Cast Night, the two minutes to late night podcast. We assume that holy water and saltines is uh, on Pat Boone's writer, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And... The- um. Only white M&M's. The body of Christ. <laughs> the body of Christ, white M&M's. <laughs> Is Pat Boone Christian? I didn't look yeah, anything. Yeah, he's like a oh, wild, yeah. hardcore, uh, yeah. mega conservative Christian. Yeah. Fun. Uh, he funded um, that movie, uh, God's Not Dead. No Yeah, you remember that one? Way. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he was a funder on that. And the second one, which I think he appears in. Isn't that Kevin yeah. Sorbo from, from Hercules? Wouldn't Ask, surprise me. Yes, 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 yes. Jeremy yes. knows. Okay, yes. Jeremy knows. I wouldn't have known him by name, but I know him as as Hercules, and he's like sad old Hercules now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, he plays a professor in the first one, and his whole thing is that like you can't pass his class unless you say God is dead. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He plays like a liberal professor, <laughs> and at the end, he finds out that there is a God, and he's. Disappointed! No, it's even better. He just gets hit by a car and dies. <laughs> so Sweet. is Pat, Pat Boone's involvement in that movie like atonement for making a metal album and pissing off all of his fans? Wait, before... <laughs> hold up. Hold Sorry, up. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, before, we, before we get into this, folks, we, just, we all just got back from Psycho Vegas. Some of us listened to this album on a plane. And by some of us, I mean only me. <laughs> um, before we... I listened to it on the drive. I drove yeah, to you, Vegas. Yeah, you yep. listened to it in your convertible BMW that you've been hiding from us. Wait, I'm hold... definitely not hiding it. <laughs> what do you? Because I live in another state, you think I'm hiding it? <laughs> you never told us. I told everyone except for you. Because <laughs> you I have got no chill. <laughs> Saltine, yeah, saltines and holy water. If I got a transportation system, I would not. <laughs> because you'd either be too excited or too disappointed. Um, folks, you're here with three of the members of the Two Minutes to Late Night Writers Room. Uh, hi, I'm Jeremy Hammond, and I just found out what passion fruit looks like, and it looks like <laughs> puke inside of a plum. Yeah, it's yeah, it's literally that. It's uh, a dark purple peach with boogers in it. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting, and it tastes so good, though. It tastes great in this seltzer that we're Yeah, drinking. yeah, when you can't see it. Yeah. Drewby. Uh, hey, what's up? This is Drew Kaufman, uh, and I would probably sell my soul to go to the Rainforest Cafe one more time. Are they still around? Yeah, but I don't know where. I could look it up, I guess. But Dude, Dude, we should go to the Rainforest Cafe the next time you're in town. Yeah, I'd love to go. It's in Atlanta. Is there one in New York? There's one in Atlantic City and one in Las Vegas. And we didn't oh go. Yeah. So let's talk about Vegas. That's, you know, uh, because our guest our guest this week is, fa- is... I don't know. I don't know if we can say... F- you know what? We're going famed internet <laughs> artist... <laughs> Insane clam pasta. We were just in Vegas together. How you doing, man? 
I'm not convinced I left Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have an In-N-Out burger sign behind you, just constantly yeah, haunting you. Yeah, so fancy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing okay. I mean, I've uh, I had I involuntarily ended up taking like five days off of drinking when I got back. <laughs> I just my body was rejecting alcohol. I didn't even drink the entire time that we were out there, and I was hungover. And, uh, <laughs> just because you're in a room full of just cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. And it's because Vegas is Vegas is what happens if like an ashtray fucked an air conditioner. <laughs> Dude, yeah. What I was the term someone said that I never heard before? Casino lung. <laughs> Where you just like you leave Vegas and you get a cold because every room is cold and full of just like old rat women just like smoking cigarettes in your face. I know. Oh my god! When literally every morning I woke up and just like and just uh, like poured a bowl of of Zycam and just ate it like it was Lucky Charms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just had this Zycam juice just to try to. S- I've I've made it this far. Fight uh, like fighting off a cold. It might hit me tomorrow though. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely all the old people though, right? It's like when you go to a, a hospital and you leave with a staph infection. <laughs> Dude, I got so. What? The morning, yeah. After- people get staph infections at the hospital all the time because you're around a bunch of old people and you're sick. Yeah, I, I'm what- just learning right now at this very moment that a staph infection is not when you get sick from your job. <laughs> like I thought, <laughs> like I thought that was like some like inside baseball term for like when you get sick at work from your other coworkers. No, it's one of those ones. I think it's like probably named after somebody. Like the, oh, guy, yeah. like the guy who invented right. it or whatever. The guy who yeah. invented the sickness? Lou, <laughs> yeah. Lou Gehrig. <laughs> come on, come on, invent the sickness. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was so worn out and felt so awful on the third day. Because we did not, we did not rest. Uh, we were, we landed and immediately I was like painting my face in the car to go interview Arthur Brown. We were shooting that entire weekend. Wow. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get a break. Like I feel like we should like kind of fill everybody in. So like what you may or may not know is that we had a show at midnight on Sunday, um, but. We both were excited and contractually obligated to film something every day. <laughs> yep. And so we're running around Vegas. I literally saw three bands. I only yeah. saw I only saw Misfits, Electric Wizard, and Integrity. That's all I saw. You could um, do worse. Yeah, that's all that's all I saw too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we were I mean, we were just like we were running around filming. We it was it was awesome because it was kind of like this is our first time like kind of doing this kind of thing officially. I mean fest you know, it's it's kind of like loose, but this was this was like a, we were in a fucking casino, and they put us up in this uh, media room, which was basically a penthouse suite in the fucking Mandalay Bay. And yeah, so, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. Corey, we snuck Corey, and he saw the sausages made. We interviewed like we interviewed, I think, a dozen bands, which was crazy. Yeah. So we we're just filming back to back to back. Jordan was in face paint all three days, and that's why like every night. We shot a video of us going to Walgreens because by the time we were done, it was two in the morning. Everything was closed. And so we just had to go to Walgreens to get Pedialyte because we had life hangovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we bought Pedialyte every single night. I was like, we have to take care of ourselves, guys. This is going to go or else oh, we're going to get, uh, you know, we're going to get Casino Body. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I invited uh, Drew to Matt Pike's wedding initially. It was going to be my first time meeting you. Yeah, <laughs> that would be fun. 
Yeah, I ended up going alone. It was pretty. It was pretty gnarly. And then you guys had all the leftover beer in your suite. That was pretty cool. Yeah, some dude came <laughs> up to us and was just like, we were walking. It was like me, Katie, and Nadia, who plays Weird Elvira. We were just like walking down the hallway, and I thought they were like these big fucking like you know like juggalo men. I thought that they were <laughs> asking us for beer. They were like, "Hey, beer," and we we're like, "No, we don't have any beer." And like, "No, do you want beer?" And apparently, <laughs> they just had a bathtub full of beer and they gave it all to us. And then. It was so it was so much beer, and I don't drink, but it was like this challenge of like how much beer can I get for free? You know, <laughs> when you guys show up, I'm like, look what I found, um, and they gave us like I want to say like forty or fifty beers, and then came oh, back yeah. an hour later and were like, we want a few of these for the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it was good beer. It looked like it was probably pretty pretty decent. Yeah, it was decent. It was just I sea, mean seafoam green can, I guess. Anything free in Vegas is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I took a free nap <laughs> waiting for my red eye underneath a fountain. Oh, man, you got, you got away with murder, man. They charged me for my nap. <laughs> Sorry, what happened? What ended up happening with the show? How did it go? You know what? Um, I, I had a really good time. There was like, it was really hard to... Uh, to keep it together, like, uh, for those who don't know, Nick had to fly home early on Sunday as well. So Mel had to learn all of the songs on bass that day that we were doing, like, kind of take up a lot of Nick's cues. We had to really rewrite the episode. And we did we did our fucking damnedest. Uh -huh. uh, I, I, I think it's still really funny. Yeah, it's just a it's going to be a beautiful train wreck. Yeah, oh, so you, but it did end up working out to film it. Oh, yeah. Because we I got like a frantic text from Katie like midday. I was at the beach and I got a text <laughs> from her where she was like, yeah, I'm not sure what the fuck's going on, but maybe we can't film in the casino. And oh, also yeah. maybe Jordan can't paint his face. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> say too much because it's a lot of like just weird stuff. But I think the funniest thing is that literally Jordan wasn't allowed to walk around the casino with his face paint. Because they use, I mean, they don't say it, but they use facial recognition cameras, and it doesn't work. So, so Jordan literally like would get stopped by security and stuff. We he actually had to have a security escort at like eleven thirty p.m. to get escorted to the stage to set up for the show. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, and I couldn't leave. Um, we were done. <laughs> You're a prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, we got off stage uh, and then like I was like, I'd love to go change or whatever, but I kind of couldn't until like someone was there to walk with me. So I just got I got one drink after the set. I didn't even really get to drink it because I just got punished into the earth's crust. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> which was yeah, great. No I loved meeting everybody, but I was it was fucking two thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's the irony of uh the facial recognition software, like everyone recognized you anyway. It's like, well, that yeah. was the thing is that uh, at our, it's literally every casino. I'm, I wasn't allowed in any casino. I remember I went, uh, like after day one's filming, I went to just, there's a Denny's attached to the hotel that we were staying at because um, we can't afford the Mandalay Bay. So we stayed no. at a day's in um, and we just, like, I walked to the casino to go to the Denny's to just get a grilled cheese. And then they were like, listen, sir, you can't be on the casino floor. There is money here. And I was in my head. I'm like, do you think that if I was going to rob somebody, I would dress like this? <laughs> like, why would I do that? <laughs> 
jockey shorts and his face paint? The perfect crime. The perfect crime. You'll, they'll never know. The gold sequin coat. Yeah, dude. I, I was like, I, I wanted to like, resp- I didn't want to be shitty because we were staying there another three days. But at the same time, I was like, listen. This casino is also the front desk and a Denny's. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> um, that, it was that's a lot. the hottest Denny's in Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, Las Vegas uh, whipped my ass. I uh, I don't think I can do. There are people that live there. That's crazy, right? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, they don't have clocks. You Dude. guy couldn't even feel alive by the end <laughs> of the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, people work in those casinos and breathe that air all the time. I know, it's so crazy. Many, so many people had red eyes uh, on that that Monday. Uh-huh. All of them. Everyone, like everyone we knew, Mel from Royal Thunder, fucking napping somewhere in the casino. Just going <laughs> somewhere to lie down because you couldn't make it another day. I was, um, everyone uh, like went to, I went to the aquarium for a little bit, which was nice. Oh. Huh. Yeah. But I missed my flight and got under- stuck an extra day. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, it was rough. I ended up. Uh, I, I made the most of it. I rode the gondola at the Venetian, and I was totally <laughs> delirious the entire time. <laughs> yeah, Someone man. offered me a tab of acid, and I was like, yeah, "No, no, I have to make another flight. That's not. Let's not do that." <laughs> <laughs> Don't you understand? My life is acid now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's, n- "Nothing is real." Wait, you want to take acid here? We're already here. Yeah, you're in the, It doesn't get more acid. <laughs> Is it going to yeah. make things normal? Yeah, if anything, yeah. it's going to turn the lights off. <laughs> That'd be great. I would love that. Yeah, I don't I don't understand Vegas. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't know. There were so many times where, like, we were walking and somebody, like, came up to us and they were so drunk that they were just, like, speaking in tongues. Like, they just, like, point at you and be like, hey! and you're just like... <laughs> There's like there's no security net for that to happen. Like there's no there's no there's I feel no like that was me. <laughs> maybe maybe that was you. It was like you with like a shaved head. Um, but but no, but it's like it's so like I, I don't I don't get like I don't get Vegas. Like I I, I if you, unless you stay in your hotel room like Yeah, it was really funny. We were there there were so many times where we would be filming uh with a band and there would just be a drunk guy from either a band or something who just had all the passes to be in the media room who just, so many people would just run up and be like, Oh, it's that guy pointing <laughs> yeah. at me. And I was like, Hey dude. Yeah. We're filming an interview right now. He's like, I know I'm fucking up your shot. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I was like, I guess it is now. <laughs> I guess now it's awesome. Um, before we get into this week's album, fellas, did you listen to anything delightful this week? I'm sure none of us listened to metal this week at all. <laughs> it didn't happen. No, I didn't listen to metal this week. I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, uh, like proto punk bands, like a lot of like those like sort of like late '60s, early '70s bands that influenced punk later on. Yeah. Uh, largely because I had to win an argument on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So Sounds I just have like a big playlist of proto punk. If anybody wants to listen to it, hit me up. I'll send you the link. I'm down. And I'm pretty. Sure I I I don't. That doesn't sound different from normal 
for you to me because I assume that everything you listen to is because you're arguing on the internet. Yes. No, everything <laughs> I do ever is because I'm arguing <laughs> yeah. on the internet with somebody. <laughs> Jeremy, did you, have you gone to therapy yet? Uh, no, I fired my therapist several years ago. <laughs> you can't knows? fire a therapist. That's of course not, you can. That's not how it works. They you're work going to them. What? That's not no you you they don't work for you you go to their office yeah you pay them <laughs> Jeremy you're, you pay them they work for you client. you fire them you're their client Jer Jeremy okay I don't think you went to a therapist <laughs> I think you I think you hired someone from TaskRabbit and ended up talking <laughs> at them yeah did you, did you go to a therapist or did you go to an arm wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a therapist who I had through a uh, there was like a flat rate, uh, like low income uh, therapy company called like the Institute for Contemporary Psychotherapy, which uh, for those of you paying attention Plugs. at home is Plugs. ICP. <laughs> and so every time you go to their office, like there's a huge sign on the wall that just says ICP. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jeremy's there and already missing the point of why you go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, already there as a bit. Just like keep going there because it's funny that I go to a place called ICP. Yep. <laughs> Jeremy, what'd you learn in therapy? I don't know, but I fired them. <laughs> All right. We need uh, to talk about your mother, Jeremy. Does she make you feel twisted? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your family. <laughs> uh, whoop whoop! What did, what did you listen to? Head. What did you listen to, Corey? <laughs> you wanted to call me insane, Clampus. I did, uh... but we already did an ICP bit. So guess nice, what? You're true. Corey now. Yeah, repetition. All right. Well, I listened. I've been I've been getting into uh, Brainiac. Do you know about them? I know about uh, the Superman villain, but not the band. Yeah, they're like a '90s <laughs> like uh, kind of noise punk like alt rock band that never quite got their big break because like they're from ohio and like the singer died in like a very weird ohio way like he uh he was in he drove this old car that was all rusted through and he was getting he didn't realize that he was getting like carbon monoxide poisoning holy shit and yeah and he like left a session one day and like crashed his car into a fucking telephone pole and died but they got a couple really good albums out <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like uh, he died in an Ohio way. I was like he lost a fight to a baked potato. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking like no, he was killed by a really old car in a very strange way. <laughs> Drew, what'd was, you listen to? He was strangled by a pair of brown pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he died so in Buckeyes. I, I found. Uh, friend of the show trevor clifford who helped film the vegas show um he showed me this really cool band called uh flower traveling band and they're All like right. a japanese band from like the late 70s and they kind of like invented doom metal it's really crazy like it's not it's not like super metally it's more of like that uh it, it's like it's like a cross between like black sabbath and country joe and the fish with like a japanese guy singing english very very strange very fun stuff to listen to on the road home from Vegas. Cool. Yeah, I've heard them. They're great. Yeah. Um, and uh, what are you, Jorb? Uh, well, I'm losing more of my hair, so I got into Rush this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the uh, when I landed in New York, I immediately uh, took a nap, and then me and 
my girlfriend went on a trip to Asbury Park. I was like, I just want the opposite of Vegas, which is Asbury Park. It's just uh, instead of Elvis Town, it's just Bruce Springsteen Town. It's just yeah. beach. And nothing's open. Nothing's fucking open. Nothing's open. There's no lights anywhere. <laughs> it's yeah. like the uh, darkest place in New Jersey. I fucking loved it. It's so great. They I let, love Asbury Park. They let my... Uh, there was a hotel that was totally fine with my dog. There was a dog beach. Had a great time. On the way up, um, we were just... I was just like, I just don't want to listen to anything that I know because of the the whole weekend that we had. So, uh, we both de- decided to tr- to give uh, twenty one twelve a try. Nice, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good starter. It was uh, it was pretty fun, shorter than yeah. I expected, but also you know a pretty much just one five part song. E- except I was like, um, I was, uh, we got to uh, what is it, the train to Bangkok? I was like, yep. Dave, this is a song they've never played live <laughs> <laughs> ever. Yeah, they're buying. It's a it's a song about taking the uh, the six train to go get opium, basically. Yeah. Uh. But then we were just. Uh. It, it started a big conversation <laughs> of like, where the fuck does that uh really racist stereotypical uh like riff of of music for Asian people come from? Yeah. Oh we yeah. Went through that because it's not from any actual piece of music from that it's just literally it just started we found it we did some research and it just went really deep and it just was a little jingle that was used racistly to like explain a, the far east like somebody just like invented a slur entirely yeah That's it wasn't wild. part of their uh, uh of any no, I was figured culture it was, at all. But like was it in like a like a Miss Saigon or something like that? Like some like sort of a further. show that people saw? I think so. I think it like Looney originated. I here's the thing. We, or was it just like somebody on the street once just made that up when they saw an Asian person? <laughs> this was also the I think that's pretty much what happened, but in a in a sh- in he a just show, felt it deep inside. They I they, they they obviously were trying to like mimic uh Whatever the instrument is, the I'm. So, thing. They were trying to mimic something like that, and it's just yeah, it's just is a racist thing. I don't remember all the details because again, this was the morning after the red eye I took from the giant weekend in Vegas. Right, so I was delirious as hell. But those are the. I was just shocked to find out that it was just oh yeah, this is just a thing that exists. From racism, yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like a throw, it's like a part of like yellow face, uh, like uh, cinema. Like it's, I think it like predates Charlie Chan too. Yeah, semi related. Have you ever seen the movie Murder by Death? No, no. I just I've heard the band Murder. Yeah, by Death. well, they're they're named after the the movie. Yeah, I figured. The, the movie is really funny. It's a really funny movie, and it's basically like. It's it's like a movie about nine stereotypical detectives. Like it even has Peter Falk basically playing Columbo, but like with a different name. Uh-huh. Um, and they're all staying in this haunted house trying to solve this murder. And Alec Guinness is in it, and he's really funny in it. Like, what? Alec Guinness would be what funny. kind of stereotypical detective is he? He's not. He's the butler. It pays off. <laughs> Sick. Um, but. Uh, Peter Sellers is in it as a Charlie Chan, and it's very racist. <laughs> it's, it's super racist. 
And he has like a Japanese nephew and he's like playing a Chinese man. And a lot of the jokes just come from him. Like it's uh Truman Capote's in it. It's like his only acting role. He's what? The bad guy. <laughs> and Truman Whoa. Capote is just like yelling at Peter Sellers for pronouncing things wrong. And it's just like those jokes don't work because he's pronouncing them wrong on purpose because he's racist. Yeah. He's being paid to be racist. <laughs> this is crazy. But it's the, like, uh, it's like now... ancient airheads. Yeah, like the basically. way that you sound like <laughs> saying the Airheads cast is how you sound, but in like old timey radio. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Rooney's in it. What? It is worth seeing. <laughs> it's insane. Jimmy Stewart plays a dog. Um, but no, I, I always thought it was weird that Murder by Death was called Murder by Death. It is now weirder that they're called Murder by yeah, Death for sure. because they're uh-huh. named after a, a weird movie, <laughs> a, yeah. a weird comedy movie. It's, it's now like weirder. A, it's a, yeah, but there's like there's all sorts of stuff like that. <laughs> Russia's named after those poppers that my yeah. friend likes to take. Yeah, nitrates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the train to butt sex. On the <laughs> all right, fellas. Let's get into the album this this week. Since we were uh, we were planning on recording this in Vegas, so we uh, we decided this week that we were gonna listen to Richard Cheese, but he fucking means it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Boone in a metal mood. Pat Boone in a metal mood. Colon, no more Mister Nice Guy. And I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Which title of the album he was fighting for? <laughs> Do he you... was definitely fighting to, for Mr. Because they wanted it to be no more Mrs. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you've heard this about me. I'm Pat Boone, and I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm Pat Boone. It's no more Dr. Nice Guy. <laughs> No more Mr. Nice Christ. <laughs> no more Mr. Christ guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, is Pat Boone is Pat Boone Christian? Yeah, yeah, he's super Christian. We talked he's about it earlier in the uh Not only is Pat Boone like mega mega conservative Christian, but he also like uh is friends with Mike Huckabee and spread like rumors that Barack Obama was a Muslim. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was oh, a huge what? he was a huge birther and somebody on the Discord told me this uh that he did robocalls for uh Mitt Romney during <laughs> Mitt Romney's presidential election that included him saying, "Hi, this is Pat Boone. No, I'm not dead." <laughs> <laughs> Pat Boone is what the uh, it's what the it's what the like far right invented uh, because Elvis was too black for them. <laughs> That's actually true. It's true. That's the other I thing was, I learned today I on the believe- Discord was that his whole career began by doing a really shitty version of Tutti Fruity. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was like a set. They used to have segregated radio, and that was the thing is they would have white people cover songs by black artists, and then he'd just be like, let me take this down a little bit. I think uh, there's a little too much salt in this song, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah let's no. Change. Let me do a uh, let me do a version that won't give 80 year old women stomach aches. <laughs> let's lower the hemline, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I didn't look. I didn't look anything up about Pat Boone. I just put this album on, and then my plane. 
uh, took off. I thought it was um, I thought it was gonna you know really put me in the mood for Vegas, and it did. And then I went to Vegas, and uh, it changed me. But <laughs> I want to point out it put me in the mood for Vegas. But it definitely didn't put me in a metal mood. <laughs> I could not wait to leave unless Vegas. the unless the metal is brass. Yeah. <laughs> in a zinc mood, brought to you by GNC Vitamins. <laughs> Pat Boone, brought to you by Pennies. <laughs> it's very fun to picture like what his show looked like at this time. Because like I, I I saw him on on Jay Leno in in like the leather suit that he's wearing on the on the cover of the album yeah and it's like it's like a sleeveless like leather jumpsuit with like buttons down the front but it's very fun to picture him because he you know he's like a big band guy and he's got like a bandstand sort of thing like like Ricky Ricardo you know yeah <laughs> it's very fun to picture him with like bats like all over his bandstand wait and, did like, it really have bats I didn't see him play it live but oh. I really I I hope that that's what he was doing and like that's the whole how- band is in leather <laughs> that's fun how he thing- got his alter ego bat poon <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish draw that real laugh draw <laughs> it Draw that. Draw Bat Poon. Challenge um, accepted. Speak. Uh, another thing you should draw is when I first saw this album cover, because he's just wearing a vest, I was like, is he wearing pants? <laughs> <laughs> the is twinkle he, in his eye says no. The twinkle in his eye says he is Donald Ducking on the fucking <laughs> <laughs> Just a vest. Like Donald Ducking the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he looks like there there was like i was reading a thing about how like uh because he was super conservative christian and like he was a part of the like you know the the conservative christian television raising money for i don't know little jesus's new wheelchair or something and um, (laughs) i don't know what do they need money for they've got the fucking vatican what do they need money for um but they no they they so they were all really mad at him people were just like how dare you dress like that and it's like the dude just looks like stevie ray vaughn after the helicopter accident <laughs> like i don't i don't see like what the big deal is but, yeah he just like he looks like a, he looks like he's gonna stand outside a cigar store and pretend to be made of wood um, <laughs> he looks like an undercover cop at an aerosmith concert <laughs> <laughs> because this album is called in a metal mood and so the story goes basically like his band leader you know was like getting into this is into this kind of music and he got handed a mixtape of songs that was like hey pat i think you'll like this and he was like i do like this music i enjoy things (laughs) and so from those songs this is what they chose and i just think it's really interesting that it's like you know it's called in a metal mood the album came out in 1997 so like Metal is pretty big at this point, and everything on this album is super duper tame. Yeah, should have known about Slayer. Slayer was huge at this point. You know, you said ninety seven, right? Ninety seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Slayer was big ten years ago. Totally. That was yeah. the pe- that was the peak of Slayer. That's the that that is the other thing is like there wasn't this like new wave of uh, like appreciating eighties metal. So he just chose songs. That were really old at yeah. this point. Like, yeah. yeah. 
they were still they were still banned by the church though yeah (laughs) exactly well it's funny because like every one of these bands except for Jimi hendrix because he's dead was having a uh like at this point was also at the same time trying to be like no look we're still good we've got a new album out you know (laughs) look our 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 new album was made on the computer yeah what is 97 would be what load Load Van or Halen reload or yeah, something like, like that. Corn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Corn, <laughs> corn self-titled probably is about this time. Help, I'm blind. Ooh, can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ball tongue. Oh, God. Him doing twist. <laughs> hit, hit me, clown. Yim dog er yipa rabba ski bop bop. Can we talk about how he sings like Don Pardo having an orgasm? (laughs) (laughs) It's I'm gonna shoot! (laughs) Featuring fat ropers! (laughs) (laughs) Musical guest, text me later, you're getting me swollen! Oh, oh my man. god, gross! Gross! <laughs> He's dead. Okay. Don Pardo is so dead. Don Pardo is so dead. <laughs> I'm dead, but horny. <laughs> Does this mean we're married now? <laughs> I'm a mummy, but I'm still coming. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: loved this album front to back. I loved it. Yes. Yeah, I I loved it. I not front to back. Okay. Well, let's go let's just let's go through it. Like I feel like we got we don't we don't always have to go through albums track by track, but I feel like this one This one you have to. Has yeah. Yes. It. You really have to. Because some... it's it's whiplashy. It's like everything is either like as good or better than the song that it's covering or it is like so missing the mark that it like I wonder if he's like senile at this point in his life. <laughs> yeah, but even still I I think it's it's so insane. Yeah. Like why there there's those there's choices where it's like you couldn't you could see that it like uh the riff was like a little like if they had to think about how to do the riff mm-hmm. on a piano he was like, "Just don't worry about it, fellas." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, totally. uh, <laughs> just take everything for a walk. Even my dog. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I know exactly what song you're thinking. Of. Yeah, no, I like like Panama. Panama is crazy. It's a crazy cover. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's we're close to. Let's go to let's Panama's go to the top. top. Let's start yeah, from the top. Let's, let's take it from the top. You've got another Panama thing coming. Perfect. Absolute States. Italian finger kisses. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. You got another thing coming. Was so perfectly done as just a fucking shitty cigarette lounge song. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted so to walk well. out on stage to it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like my up to bat music if I was a major league baseball player. <laughs> it's not a wrestling song; it's a baseball song. Sure. <laughs> I loved that also. That uh, since he's like a big old, uh, uh, like, like uh, Jesus kisser, freak. he's a big old 
Uh, he's a he's a little Christ cake. Uh, I love that <laughs> the album starts with him singing um, the only openly gay metal band who was also at this time getting blamed for satanic behavior and shootings. So yeah, <laughs> that's how he's starting his album, which is insane. Um, yeah, love you know it. who you know who might do a better version of this though than than him is um, another Vegas mainstay, Babs. Oh think, yeah, uh, yeah. Babs oh, yeah. would have done a hell of a version of this. Oh, you got another yeah. thing coming. Yeah, <laughs> you got I bet she'd do a great thing. Job. Oh no, it's got to be Ethel. Yeah, Ethel yeah, Merman yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. has to do this entire <laughs> album. Uh, dead for forty years before that song came out. Ethel Merman, <laughs> boy, she would have killed it. You know what Ethel Merman would have loved? The Game Boy Advance. <laughs> I think about that all the time. If only she had lived long enough to play. To play, to play Pokemon, Pokemon Crystal Super. on the Game Boy Advance. I'm sorry. Are we are, are we fantasy booking? Yeah, we're fantasy <laughs> booking. Somebody make a deep <laughs> fake of you Ethel Merman. You can't actually put Ethel Merman. She's dead. She will never do it. I thought the impl- <laughs> Well, no, because I thought the implication of a fantasy booking would be that it's something that could actually happen. Like Barbara Streisand. Could cover this no, song, like it, it could no. Because if we're going happen. like real fantasies, like you know who would have fucking whipped the fucking shit out of this song, Pliny the Elder. Yeah. My God, <laughs> my God, yeah. If, if, if the Boswell sisters got their hands on this, ooh boy, you know who would dead kill, since the twenties. You know who would whip the song's ass, Abraham from the Bible. <laughs> but definitely not Tom Ripper Owens. No, 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 absolutely not. Get him out of here. He yeah. did it bad every night. <laughs> He gave us the movie Rockstar, which we got to do in the pod. Probably. We do have to do that. Yeah. yeah, we have to do that movie. I haven't seen it in years. Uh, next song. Smoke on the Water. Perfect. Yeah. Better than the original. Better than the original for sure. Who knew this- Tito Puente should have done it to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> I was a little bummed out when the song started and it had a guitar, but then yeah. it went away after the first repetition, and I was like, perfect. So I think the it's guitar- literally Richie Blackmore. Yeah, it was actually Richie Blackmore. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. Because no what, one else can play that <laughs> Dude, and and fucking Dio is doing backing vocals on Holy Diver. Yeah. Yes. Is that crazy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Dweezil Zappa is on all over the album somehow. He's I think he does the majority of the guitar. Yeah, like the ripping solos. Yeah, all the guitar that sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure his dad would have been thrilled with him collaborating with like a Reagan type guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I love all of the guitar that sucks on this album. Yeah. <laughs> so bad, but I love it. It sucks in a very fun way. Yeah. No, yeah. Smoke on the Water is a song that, uh, it, like, we all know the riff before we even have heard the actual song. Yeah. And the only, um, the chorus to Smoke on the Water is the only part of the song that I like. I kind of like the opening, like in the original, I kind of like the opening riff, but then the drums come in and they're the wrong type of drums. I feel like we've talked about this on the pod before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the wrong type of drums. The cymbals are doing the wrong things. The keyboard sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just like not the same a thing as Crazy Train. It's like 1980, they didn't know what metal drums were, so they were like, I don't know, do a disco thing. It'll be fun. <laughs> no one knows what to do. Throw What's in one of those pit? weird <laughs> things. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it was uh yeah, that song is fucking insane. Uh it's perfect as a lounge song. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. Some yeah. Santana vibes in there too. Mhm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh really really great. Uh it's a long way to the top if you want to <laughs> rock and roll. Love it. Not great. even it's 
What? I loved it. You I loved it, it too. I like it. I, it's funniest? not my favorite, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's one chord. The yeah. whole song <laughs> is one. It's a weird choice for an ACDC song because he's so... Another thing that I read is that he specifically was like... The reason why Slayer is not on here is because he's like, I won't do anything that has to do with the devil or anything that's super sinful. And I think that that happened because Pat Boone, in this song, thought that a one-night stand is when you go to a hotel... And that's the place next to your bed where they keep the Bible. It's the one night stand. <laughs> and again, he's like, and then he says, getting stoned. And he's like, oh, that guy must have done something bad for the village to hit him with rocks. <laughs> Look out. It's rough and mean. <laughs> I I was just, it struck me that, you know, he, the lyrics are, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. And here's a guy who literally took the short way to the top to rock and roll. <laughs> By stealing black people's music and taking the teeth out. <laughs> yes, but it's a long way to 65 when you've lived a sad life. <laughs> Listen, it's 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 it feels long for me because I've looked like a fruit leather since I was in my <laughs> 20s. That's why it's so funny that he's wearing the leather jumpsuit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a hat on a leather. hat. Yeah. It's a hat yeah. on a hat. <laughs> Yep. I, th- I think the message is that it's a, like the top to him is heaven, and if you choose rock and roll, it's a, it's a longer way than a path that's not rock and roll. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> you gotta not have sex for a long time to get into heaven, son. <laughs> <laughs> After rocking and rolling. Pat, Pat Boone married his... I was reading that Pat Boone and his wife got married when they were both 19, and she died last year. So that's like... that's. That's 70 years of missionary sex. <laughs> Except in 1997 when he decided to wear leather once. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be funny if just out of nowhere he was like, yeah, actually, I'm into Bernie Sanders. I was just trying to please my wife. <laughs> uh, all right, Panama. Yes. Yeah, favorite. Your, yeah, Pat Boone's new uh, album is just about how gender is a spectrum. <laughs> I I love dude, I love this Panama. Jordan, you didn't like it? I I here's the thing. This is one of those things. It's I think it's so funny cuz it's so off. I but it isn't it so clearly doesn't work. There's no reason for this song to be Panama. I would have loved the like this was a choice where I feel like he was like they just gave up on like doing the riff, you know? yeah. Yeah, but I so think in the it, like the chords aren't even in the ballpark. He's not, nope. um, and I I love parts of it. Like I think the bridge of this is so funny. Buckle your seatbelts. <laughs> <laughs> Rules. See, but, but here's here's the thing for me. It's just like. It's so different that I think it's genius. Like to compose this is because look, I I don't know a lot about Panama. I know they've got canals, and I know that David Lee Roth named his car after it. But <laughs> this this song is not about the car. Like this song is a commercial for me to go visit Panama and go skiing on vacation, which I don't <laughs> think they have. I don't think they have mountains, and I don't think they have snow. It's just it's just so different and out oh, there. Oh, they have I snow, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Narcos. They have snow. Yeah, I don't think it's about the place. I think it's about the type of hat. Panama. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely never been sexually attracted to a car. I don't think. No, <laughs> pa- too fast for me. 
I've been sexually attracted to a pair of tennis shoes, though. <laughs> Burning down the avenue. <laughs> Burning down my walkway to the newspaper. <laughs> the the outro of the song is my favorite part because if you took out his like cheese ball voice, it could seriously be like an Anderson Pack song or like a Steely Dan like thing. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like it's like super jazzy and like the whole band is just really in the groove. Yeah, yeah. they're doing like a straight up like like pretty shuffle on the yeah. drums. It's awesome. Like it's, it sounds like a song that could be playing like, you know, in the in the credits for like another stakeout or some like 80s movie. <laughs> here's, the, here's the reason why I think this works is because like he doesn't try to do the guitar solo. He doesn't try to do the riff. He doesn't like let's play the guitar solo but on piano. Let's play the riff but on piano. It just like he just finds a way to like find the soul of the song, misinterpret it, and then go through it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think it's yeah. cool. It's uh, I don't think that's cool. I think it's very funny. I think but, like the point of doing like like loungy metal covers is like I'm always excited to hear how what weird instrument is gonna be doing the riff. Yeah, like, that's what I want to hear. Like, I if if they're gonna do, like, if it's a hot for teacher on this album, I want to hear the flute doing the little. Oh, <laughs> I wish they did have hot for teacher on here. Wouldn't that like be the, amazing? That would have been great. Yeah, <laughs> the intro is on a timpani. <laughs> yeah. But you don't like you don't like that new cover, the bird and the bee cover of of uh, hot for teacher, right? The piano cover with Beck it's doing fine. the vocal thing. I love it. I think it's great. I I well I would have loved to hear Pat Boone do this one. <laughs> I brought my pencil. May I please have some paper? <laughs> but he would have to change the words because he couldn't be hot for the teacher. I think he yeah. would be impressed by the teacher. <laughs> it would be hot for Jesus. Got an A. Got an A. Got an A. I love my teacher. I'm fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel sinful. <laughs> um how about no more mr nice guy loved it loved it it's i love it slowed down and i love there's like a weird he added like a like a fun little intro to it too which i thought was really yeah cool. i loved that intro it's so funny yeah this was clearly the first thing he wrote for this because mm-hmm. it, like, it has the line i go to church up. in it <laughs> yeah you can tell he's having fun. He's just like, I know Reverend Smith real well, and it would be pretty funny if he punched me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> There's a like th- the one thing I'd say about the whole album cover to cover is that every part of it sounds like they're having fun. There's no part of totally. this album that ever sounds like it's labored or like anybody like didn't want to be there. Everyone is having a fucking blast. I just I yeah. think the I think the uh, background vocalists clearly don't want to be there. <laughs> well, they're That's way true. more talented than him. I know, <laughs> but yeah. But while we're here, I want to talk about background vocalists because background vocalists are my absolute favorite thing in the world. Because I think that there is nothing funnier than like what happened in real life, which is that like some woman woke up at six in the morning, drove forty minutes down to Santa yes. Monica, went into a recording studio, drank a cup of coffee, sat in front of a microphone, and went. <sighs> Choo choo. Uh, okay, uh, can we can we do that again? Um, the second shoe should be longer than the first shoe. Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> choo choo. Mm, not digging that. Do you think? Yeah, um, not, not not buying it. Do you want to you want to get lunch yeah. to come back? This is exactly what I was thinking about <laughs> while listening to all like especially Panama. I just pictured like these poor women going like. Like having to hit the harmonies, yeah, um, and like figure out how to harmonize around his weird voice. 
And I was like, yeah, they're the only people who aren't having like a little bit of fun. Yeah. And I feel like, especially on those covers where the riff of the original song is nowhere in sight, I just picture everyone a little bit confused and not sure <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. When the riff lands, they're like, we got it. In the pocket, super fun. But when you're making it up and it's just like, it might as well be just something else entirely. Uh-huh. It's just, it feels like the whole band is like, I don't know. Are we in the chorus? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the Metallica S&M thing where it's like these people have been studying music their whole lives and now they have to play like three chords. Yeah. Well, now there's they like have to play drums badly yeah. <laughs> on like some of the songs. You're like, all right, cool. They're like doing something fun. But then like there's songs on S&M where you're like, you're like, you guys went to school for so fucking long to play fuel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you, you. You slaved away. Your parents like sacrificed mornings to bring you to classes and shit <laughs> so you could make your violin sound like a car at the beginning of the song. That's <laughs> so funny. I my favorite part is like uh, is in like SNM when they are doing like which we have to do on the podcast. Oh yeah, I love SNM. I haven't heard it in forever, but I just love when they're doing like master of puppets and they're like i guess i don't know what we're gonna do and then they're just playing sound like the sounds of like knife stings yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're just doing score yeah they're like fucking horror score yeah just like (laughs) like that's all they're doing All right, so what about, uh, what do we got? Love Hurts? Love Hurts, yeah. Man, I, this isn't even a met. I, I would have loved if he did Hair of the Dog. That would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been so amazing. Yeah, he sounds like a sociopath in Love Hurts. He, doesn't, yeah. he sounds like he's never been hurt by love. He doesn't I know. understand. Love yeah. Hurts. Because he hasn't. He's been married to the same person since he was 19. He's, and he's like, like what, hurts, 90 in this it? one? Yeah. Love Hurts. Ow, somebody give me a Band-Aid. Oh, <laughs> like when Cupid hits Christ you with his arrow. Your sins. <laughs> you know his love doesn't hurt. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, you know, it was like a weird choice because I think they did this because he had already sung it before because it was mm. an Everly Brothers song. Right. And then Nazareth did a cover of it. Yeah, I for, I forgot about the Nazareth cover, and I'm like listening to this album as it comes up, and I'm just like, did they just decide to throw one old song in? Because he was like, oh no, we need one more song for the album. He reclaimed my it. contract. I don't think <laughs> yeah, he totally. listened to the original. I just think that he knew uh, the Nazareth cover from the radio, and he was like, good enough. <laughs> There's there like Daddy O. Yeah, because you know, if someone told him that a white person no. didn't write that song, he would be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> or actually he'd be like oh yeah that's what i do oh, for a living right. yes a hundred percent all right now we're into the uh now we're into the pocket here enter sandman oh, beautiful yeah. love it no changes <laughs> no changes I, my favorite thing about it is that he literally like censored the prayer part like yeah. he changed the lyrics <laughs> to the prayer to make it less offensive <laughs> you know what's a weird change that i caught so and he, there's a couple of weird little changes that they do, and one of them is in No More Mr. Nice Guy. The first thing is I didn't know um, that the Reverend's name was Reverend Smith, and the lyrics are, the Reverend Smith, he recognized me. I always thought the words were, the Reverend Smithy recognized me. I thought his name was Smithy. 
That's not important. Um, yeah, but a, a lot of these lyrics like sh- come to light, like things that I never picked up yeah. on. It is it's like out of context, and it's really funny to me because it explains he has no commitment to the actual content of the lyrics because like yeah. he's <laughs> singing songs that were like sung by people who like OD regularly, <laughs> and, and he's like never had a Pepsi. <laughs> oh, Pepsi? No, thank you. I want to get into heaven. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no more. So, a normal Mr. Nice Guy is mom's been thrown out of the social circle in the original, and he changes it to mom's been thrown out of the society circle. And I'm like, what's the society circle? I have to know. Let me in on your Christian secrets, Bad Moon. <laughs> yeah. Did you Google? Did you Google it? Uh, yeah, I, I Googled it, and then the Illuminati showed up at my door and they shot my cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> was there one in Enter Sandman? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, it was just the, the prayer. prayer. He just says, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Hush, and it's little like, baby, don't say a word. And please read your scripture. <laughs> um, it's, it's in the book under your, your bed. bed. <laughs> There's no reason to circumcise kids. Ooh, <laughs> <as in> <laughs> <life>. <laughs> um. What I was going to say, though, is the way you were describing Panama as a negative is kind of like the same thing I would say about Entertainment, but as a positive. Yeah. Like, I love that they play the riff once and then abandon it for the rest of the song. Yeah. Yes. And it's literally just him just like, hey, cats, go for a walk. I and know. everybody <laughs> just plays whatever they fucking want. As long as they get the hits when he does, like, off to Never Neverland, they're, they are free to do whatever the fuck oh, I they know. Yeah, they were fans. so bored with the original riff. <laughs> yeah. And it's great. It works so well. I love I it. I loved it. At least they did the riff once. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the song's just like so so loose and fun. Like you could tell that like right before the drummer started, he was like, Hey Pat, do you mind if I huff some glue? <laughs> <laughs> Go I for it, the- son. God created glue. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> glue doesn't sound like drugs to me. <laughs> it comes from horses. <laughs> My wife's a horse. I only drink horse beer. (laughs) His wife's a horse. Um, Anything else on Enter Sandman? Uh, It's better than the original. It was better than the original. Better than the original. original. Love it. Uh, Holy Diver. Great. Fucking fantastic. So sick. (laughs) So sick. Dio fortifying the backing vocals is so necessary because he would have been he sounded out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the the weirdest thing about hearing them su- like the lyrics sung well and not like in like you know like Dio, you can hear what he's saying, but it still is Dio, so you're like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. But like, what the fuck is a holy diver? <laughs> it's a it's, it's a priest committing suicide, right? Is that what it is? It's a priest who goes snorkeling? <laughs> I guess uh, yeah not yet it's a it's, priest who doesn't have his diving license <laughs> it's Pat Boone in Panama yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I love I love that they do the riff with like the horn section, so it yeah. just sounds like football. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love so that this uh, this album never gets like ska you know what i mean like they, <laughs> yeah. they keep it big band it gets a little bossa nova but they never get into like real big fish territory yeah oh yeah my god i loved it i uh it i loved 
I, I loved how he sang this song. It was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mighty, mighty really boon tones. <laughs> uh, what do we got here? Uh, oh, Paradise City. Do not like. Not, not crazy on board. about it. No, not on board. Wasn't into it. It's not. You played God, enough. Pat Boone. Yeah. This it's so take far me away. down to the Paradise City. He's like scatting it. Yeah, it sounds like um uh the Music Man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. The the it like does. the salesman in the Music Man. And again, weird because you can hear the lyrics, and I was like. What the fuck? There's a lyric in this song that says Captain America's been torn apart. <laughs> I did not notice that in yeah, 31 I never, years. I never noticed that. Yeah, either. dude. Fucking Guns N' Roses were so weird at that point. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, the original artwork for Appetite for Destruction was supposed to be, like, a robot that just raped somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Fucking crazy people. I had a shirt of that. Really? Yeah. I don't wear it anymore for obvious reasons yeah. <laughs> too small <laughs> it is a crop top now and it also it's unbelievable how many times they like just narrowly avoided being like not an acceptable <laughs> canceled their original name was aids <laughs> That's their original name as a band. What a bunch of pains in the asses. <laughs> Am I wrong in assuming that like this whole album is where like Will Ferrell got the idea to do the like Robert Goulet shit on SNL? Maybe had, like... it's around the same time. What yeah, came... maybe. I, my biggest question is what came for? Is this before Richard Cheese exists? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was Richard curious Cheese about that too. Uh, yeah, so the order would go uh, this, and then Black Velvet Flag, and then Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese is like, I think 2000 is the first one. I read yeah. his Wikipedia before this, and I completely did not retain any of it. Oh, crazy. Uh, but I did learn that he was like a radio personality. That makes sense. He was like a he was like a, a morning zoo character. He was like the oldest intern in America. That was his <laughs> bit. Oh, so that means that, yeah, he heard this and was like, I, this is my career. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's like, Pat Boone's a one-off album. I'm going to do a whole career out of this. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But, and it's but, great. It's super funny. But it seems like Pat Boone got this idea from, there was a, a band called Loungeapalooza. Right. That did like a Black Hole Sun, but as Lounge. And then this album inspired a Paul Anka album uh, called Rock Swings, which we probably have to listen to. Because they cover Jamp, uh, Jump by Jamp by Van Halen. Jamp. Cover, <laughs> Jamp. Yeah. Jamp yeah. by Van Halen. Jump, Jamp. Yeah, they cover Jamp Server. The one IT person who listens to our podcast is going to his pants. Uh, they, cover, uh, they, they cover It's My Life by Bon Jovi. <laughs> Smells like Keen Spirit. Eyes Without a Face, which is pretty cool. I want to hear Paul Anka do Billy Idol. That's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Is Paul Anka cool? No, but I want to hear it. <laughs> I don't know anything about him as a person. Oh, so. you know what's actually complete curveball, and I'm sorry, but I found out there was this really weird album that came out around like the early 2000s. So it's this, it's this cover album called When Pigs Fly, Songs You Never Thought You'd Hear. Uh, and the first song on the album is a duet of Unforgettable uh, by Annie DeFranco and Jackie Chan. Who apparently is a famous singer in China? I had yeah, no yeah idea. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the whole uh, Chinese version of Mulan. Really? Yeah, yeah. That sounds racist. Or, I mean, all the men believe that that really least. happened. Yeah, yeah. He does. Uh, what's that song? Like, be a man or whatever. Yeah. 
I didn't know that. But also on this album is uh, Girls on Film by Duran Duran, covered by Billy Preston. Uh, Herman's Hermits, covering White Wedding by Billy Idol. A lot and, of Billy Idol. Yeah. And Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC, covered by Leslie Gore, famous for These Boots Are Made for Walking. Huh. Jackie Chan is definitely the odd one out <laughs> on that. Yeah. Here's the thing. Every <laughs> other song that you're naming on these covers, like, I expect these. What I, I want is more like I want a lounge Megadeth. There's never yeah. been that on any of these. I don't know. I want Did you Holy know? Wars. <laughs> I want Holy Wars lounge style. Oh, I want Holy Wars like Klezmer. Yeah. <laughs> With like a real fucking Jewy Dave Mustaine. <laughs> <laughs> You know who did a cover of Holy Wars? Klezmer is just ska. What? RX Bandits, the ska band. They did a cover of uh, Holy Wars. Yeah, it's pretty good. Ugh. Um, Maybe not. uh, Yeah, but Klezmer is just like ska for middle school art teachers. Yes. Uh That's what I think it is, specifically that. Yeah, people don't realize this, but actually the first wave of ska was Jews in the Lower East Side. (laughs) (laughs) Jews Jews are the chosen ska. Yeah, <laughs> there needs to be more ska at weddings, at weird spiritual weddings. Do you guys observe Skanica? Uh, yes, all eight days. That's hack. Skazeltov. All right, what do we got? Wind cries Mary. What? The wind cries Mary. Yeah. I didn't Travesty. Even... I hated it. I know that riff. Yeah. I don't remember this song at all. What? It, who is that? Uh, oh, that was Jimi Hendrix. Oh. Yeah, it's just it's like a really boring Hendrix. But yeah, like, he, he. I mean, there's no reason fi- for this to be on this. Like, this I can give like a pass to some songs. I'm like, all right, ACDC, I guess, is metal because of the font. <laughs> <laughs> Jimi Hendrix is not metal. Jimi Hendrix is is not metal, but he's definitely like a godfather of metal guitar. He goes there. <laughs> yeah. And, I uh I I don't know. He's his poster is in Sam Goody's next two metal posters. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think there's validity was, to the idea that like like metal guitar is pretty heavily influenced by in the early day. Like I think that there's like a lineage that leads from Jimi Hendrix to metal guitar. Right, but yeah, at the same Stevie Ray Vaughan is not metal guitar though, which is the same thing. Yeah, but it's twenty years later. Yeah, Hendrix died before the seventies. I think that that yeah. That makes him clear of actually being classified as metal, but he definitely like because he them died. <laughs> yeah, that? he died before metal was the thing. Like, he's like yeah, uh, so did- like proto punk, but with metal. I guess is there proto metal? Do people talk about that? Yeah, it has a really long acronym, and it's something about England. But uh, <laughs> yeah. new new wave of British heavy metal. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wimbly like- chimbly metal dude. <laughs> Wimbly chimbly. <laughs> please, please, sir, more metal. <laughs> More? I see. I feel that way about Van Halen, though. But I feel like once you get to like Jimi Hendrix, like I don't know. But you also have to remember that this is Pat Boone. It's his album, and it basically should have been called like Pat Boone presents people I think who are going to hell. Like yeah. he doesn't know. Pat Boone presents songs I think are scary. <laughs> yeah, this is his Halloween album. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pat Boone couldn't finish the album without ruining another great song by a black American. <laughs> 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 All right, let's let's wrap this up. Crazy Train, 
unbelievably bad but awesome. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. So, so good. Off the rails. <laughs> Immortalized it's so crazy. is the theme song for the Osbournes. <laughs> it's bananas. Is it really the theme song to the yeah, Osbournes? Yeah. But here's the weird thing. I until this moment I had never heard other than the 15 seconds of it that they use Same. for the Osbournes. And it's so crazy. Like the time changes. Like it goes double time and then slows down. It's it's wild. I really like this a lot. Choo choo. Yeah, the <laughs> background singers. They should that. That's an editing choice that somebody should have made. <laughs> yeah. It would have been fine without them. They should have just cut it. Pat no, had the final say. It. So funny. The second. Listen they here. Say a, cha- a train goes choo choo and apple pie tastes delicious. Get the fuck out of my studio. <laughs> Who who's got a glass of milk? <laughs> Pat, no, don't drink. <laughs> No milk, it's past 7 p.m. <laughs> I'm a bad boy now. <laughs> no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> I'm not nice anymore. I'm going to have gas at have nine. We, have we talked about the Osbournes on this podcast? Never. No, never. never. I don't think no. I've ever seen an episode of it, actually. I watched it all the time, but I can't Did you? tell you what happened. I So, I like, Ozzy's my favorite thing, and, like, when the Osbournes came out, like, I was, like, my peak Ozzy years. And I remember very specifically watching like one or two episodes and just like being like, they can't do that to Ozzy. He's so much cooler than this. They have to be editing it. They have to make him. They're making him look bad. And it, like I was so upset about it. And now as an adult, I'm like, no, that's what <laughs> what a lifetime of drug use does. <laughs> but I never really watched it because like Ozzy was kind of my hero. And I was like, I can't I can't watch him be hurt like that. Yeah, I remember watching that show. And, um, or I, re- I remember, I think it was, uh, little Nikki. I saw Ozzy yeah. in it. And yeah. then I was like, all right, I'm going to try to get into Ozzy. And then I heard crazy train. And the first time I heard crazy train, I was like, this is one of the worst songs I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> because you are so full of shit. No one under the age of 20 hears that song and thinks it sucks. No, I, I grew to like it. It fucking sucks the first time I heard it. <laughs> it starts with the riff and then it turns into the like it the riff turns is the too most slow. It's too slow. No, the For riff, a song about a train, way too slow. Well, it starts <laughs> off and you're like, "All right, this song's going to whip ass." And then and then and then it gets really happy. I now love the song. Don't get me wrong. I love it now, but when you first hear it, it's fucking weird. It's a weird song. It's weird. The mythos of Ozzy. And then you hear Crazy Train and you're like, this lit. I can't argue that this is not crazy. No, you're right. Because it's like the mythos of Ozzy is like Prince of Darkness, scariest man in showbiz, eats the head of a bat. And then, yeah, it's like, it sounds like a song about a train. You're compartmentalizing it right now with who you are now. Like, Jeremy, you have to go back in time to when you were fascinated by trains but didn't know a lot about them. And Jordan, you have to go back to before you knew everything about guitar. It's a song that opens up with someone going, I, 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 and then hitting some kind of thing that makes that snake rattle noise. It's, dude, it's just a weird song. When yeah, you're a kid, you know that you don't know that. You don't I, know dude, that. I was literally a child when I heard the song, <laughs> and I thought it sucked. I thought it was such a bad song. Um, and, and now I appreciate it for being just completely crazy. Because I know that it was just a song written by an insane person, and that's why it's great. Yeah, yeah. Like the guitar, I, the guitar work is fucking great. It sounds so weird. 
the structure of the song is so bizarre and it's just it's ozzy ozzy solo he just wants to write songs about flying I'm he's just like the world is so fucking maddening i want to fly I, ozzy <laughs> didn't write a single fucking song ever in his life there's no way ozzy wrote crazy train if he did he was like i want to do a song called silly train and someone else was like wrote down silly train on a post-it note and then six months later handed him the lyrics like, <laughs> ozzy, ozzy never wrote a song in his life he said daisy chain and said it all weird and someone's like okay crazy train we'll do that <laughs> it's weird that he still wrote songs that had uh, that were about how he wanted to fly after randy rhodes died <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Those songs were before Randy died. They were talking about Diary of a Madman. Randy's still on the album. Right, but he talks about uh it's on um uh there's there's lyrics about flying on like Bark Bark at the Moon and stuff. Yeah, I mean I think he still had to take airplanes, but he's not like, it's not the same thing as like Look, flying I know high I again. <laughs> It was a bit. I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I got dirty. I'm sorry. You're getting sick. It's not like he wrote a song called, like, like Flying Like My Dead Friend. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better, I think. I don't know. Um, all right. Last song, Stairway to Heaven. I fell asleep. Yeah. yeah. Don't Sneezer. care for it. Not I my fave. I, I, it's, again, like, uh, just one of those things I'm like, I mean, I guess Led Zeppelin, but... I would have loved to hear like a loungy, like black dog riff. That would have been yeah. hilarious. Yeah, there's a ton of Zeppelin songs that could have done better, but he chose the oh, one with heaven. Beep in beep beep. beep, beep <laughs> Dazed and confused. <laughs> yeah, he did. Dazed and confused would have been fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, the heaven. Yeah, the heaven part is why he wanted to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little 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 prayer at the end. <laughs> Speaking of which, he he tacked on a little prayer at the end of Holy Diver too, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, it's like it like plays out and he says something about like walking through the valley or some shit. I don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please forgive my friend Dio. Yeah, he named himself after God. He didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the backup, Dio. You're gonna burn. <laughs> yeah. Have fun in hell, good buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You Everyone Italian on weirdo. this album is going to get the eternal sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What do, all, right. all right. So, yeah. Overall, how would you compare this to Graveyard, Graveyard Classics? Classics. <laughs> Graveyard Classics, because it's the same track list. It's better. Yes. It's way better. Really? I like it so much better. Yeah. Graveyard Drew. Classics? Graveyard Classics or this, it's which so is better. It's so much better. Yeah. It's so much better because here's the thing. Like, I don't know. There's there's something about this which is like there's a little bit of like technical skill and like, man, let's do this. It'll be fun. The kids will have fun. And Graveyard's Classic is just kind of just like, yeah, why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just like <laughs> yeah. the, thing with, the, the thing with Graveyard Classics. And I think I said this in the episode uh, when we when we first listened to it is that those songs are funny until you get to the hook. And then once you're at the hook, there is absolutely no reason to keep listening to the song. <laughs> You've gotten to the funniest part. You're done. It's not going to get funnier. Whereas right. this, I feel like you can actually listen to the whole song. Like I think and you keep finding little gems of what's funny. About exactly. It. Yeah. 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 
Whereas, like, when you do smoke, I mean, smoke on the water is the best A to B comparison, right? Because it's on both of them. Like, once mm-hmm. you get to him saying, smoke on the water, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> you can turn off the song. You're right. But I don't know. I, 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 I still, when we were listening to that, I kept laughing every time. Yeah. To the chorus of That's each true. song. Because I'm like, I can't believe they just kept going. So, okay. Here's, here's <laughs> what I was like. the whole song. Strength of laugh. Harder with Graveyard Classics, uh, laughs per minute higher with No More Mr. Nice Guy. You're right. No, I don't think so. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I didn't laugh. I stopped laughing after Panama, cause it was like during Panama, I was just like, this is ridiculous. But everything else is just kind of like makes sense. Like there's there's nothing that's like so out there about this. Whereas like the in terms of comedy, like. Nothing graveyard commits Classic. to the bit harder than Graveyard Classics. Graveyard, <laughs> graveyard Classics is so funny because it's also it's you. We still aren't sure how much of a joke it is because <laughs> there's five of them. There's like he made five so of many. Them. <laughs> there's five of them, but then the song choice, like it's mostly the same track list. But then they're covering like the Dead Kennedys and shit, like stuff they clearly care about yeah Mm -hmm. as like stupid (laughs) stupid aggressive music boys in the early 90s but like it's so funny uh to hear them like do do like an earnest punk song but then also i'm tnt (laughs) 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 yeah i i feel like this this album made me question like his familiarity with like the vocal arrangements was actually pretty on point like the ad libs and like the in, in like just all the different little things about it like the quirks of the different songs and it made me wonder if like that's like just his record collection like he has all like these metal records at home <laughs> he just like knows them that well i mean the story is that the 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 his band leader like gave him a mixtape, you know. No, it's right. Kind of, you were saying that, yeah. But, it, but to me, that's really funny because I think I imagine that this is like track for track the mixtape, maybe like missing like three or four songs, <laughs> and it's just like maybe I've got a little bit of a crush on you. I'll <laughs> cherish this mixtape, you know. <laughs> totally. Like he's just trying to impress the band leader. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing after this recording session? Did you get the letter I wrote you over the summer break? <laughs> no, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. Um, no, it was <laughs> just—it was just some stupid thing I wrote. Don't worry about it. I—I might have just thrown it away. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I wrote it in a light green marker. Uh, but uh, no, I remember. It's funny that you mentioned like him like listening to the mixtape because I think my favorite. Uh, I was reading. Um, some like magazine uh, that where like they were interviewing Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth mm-hmm. about like some new Cradle of Filth album that I don't think I I I still haven't listened to it but um, they do like a cover of like a pop song apparently on it uh-huh. and I don't I don't remember what it was but Danny was talking about he's like yeah we have to learn all the parts of the song and it's like we're doing a joke it's kind of like a a tongue-in-cheek cover yeah but i still have to listen to that song and he remembers that one day he was just in his car blasting this like 
tiny like Swedish pop song or whatever and just like a woman looked over at him and he looks like a spooky tree so <laughs> and he's just blasting that and he had to keep it on repeat to learn all the lyrics uh-huh and he, so I'm like yeah that's what everybody has to do when they're doing a cover is right. to listen to the song a lot and it's funny to think about all these people listening to these different songs yeah, yeah as a part of in that, the back of a church a- <laughs> be great <laughs> as a part of that interview that I read with him, like where he was like trying to apologize and explain himself to the Christian community. He was saying, he was like actually saying that this, that in heavy metal, there's actually some good songs when you get away, when you take away the distortion and all the anger and all the noise, (laughs) like he's like, there's actually some pretty good songs in there. And then the author was totally biased and like interjected with like good songs and heavy metal. (laughs) And then quoted (laughs) scripture or something. (laughs) It was like some old website from 1997. Like, <laughs> I love link it. to the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he's only been he's only been interviewed by the Bible. <laughs> yeah, it's where all his money's coming from these days. <laughs> I feel like this has to be his best selling album. Like, it was there's... his first chart chart uh, charting album in like 35 years. I think. Yeah, I have. I didn't even know who this dude was until someone played. Like I found out about Pat Boone in uh, in early high school in an art class, and a kid just played uh, the Andrew Sandman cover, and I laughed so hard. And I had never, I had <laughs> yeah. no idea who Pat Boone was. I was like, I guess he's just some Vegas guy. I genuinely did not know who he was. Twenty two years old, huh? So like, this album's twenty two years old. Like this album is so fucking old. So like, go back twenty two years. Like this is like the thing that like my AV. Uh, my AV club like teacher probably bought for all his friends for Christmas. You know, like, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just like this is definitely a weird product of its time. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so funny. I think it's just, I um, it's is it funnier than? Yeah, I I agree with Drew. I think the laughs eventually die off, except for just like the choo choo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, just because yeah, with like a Richard Cheese, you do laugh at every song because you're like he picks songs where the lyrics are crazy, right. and mm-hmm. he does jokes on purpose though. Like I mean, the funniest thing is when he's doing System of a Down, and he's like, "Why'd you leave the keys upon the table?" And then the whole band goes, "You wanted to," and they do that like three times, and he's just <laughs> yeah. like, "Why?" <laughs> Did, Did you, you leave, leave the, keys the keys up on the table? Yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah. That shit's so funny. Um, I guess uh, let's go. What's your favorite? What's the best Richard Cheese song? Ooh. I mean, I don't know his material all that well. I love yeah. uh, "Down with the Sickness," though. Uh, I mean, I know it from what is it? Twenty Eight Days Later, that movie. The, no, it's the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, okay. Never mind. Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I liked it in that, and I, I like that song. It's pretty good. I like him being like, ooh, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, the ooh, ah, 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 ah is super funny. I, lo- I think people equal shit is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. You can't be just people equal shit. Come on. is so funny. Yeah, it, it, it's probably people equal shit or chop, uh, chop suey. It's just that's the funniest thing in the world to me when he yells at his band. Yeah, yeah, yeah him yelling at the band is super funny. Oh, God, he does... Um, Oh no! I think he does mystical, and I think he n bombs it. Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm oh, sure. Man. It was early 2000s. Dude, Ben Folds does a cover of Bitches Ain't Shit and he n-bombs in it a million times. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Will, Fer- Will Ferrell n-bombed on his, like, Goulet shit, too. Oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel used to do blackface on the man show. <laughs> I recall. Yeah. Remember back when we had a show just for us? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, wait, not to go on like a complete tangent, but do you <laughs> no, remember when they did like a reboot of The Man Show and they yeah. got, it was Doug Stanhope and fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. Wild. That was, that was where Same. I first heard of both of them. Yeah. I didn't know who they were until then. Yeah. Unfortunately, now I know who they are. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that Tool has a new album? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. <laughs> We can never talk about Tool again. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Corey, what was yes. your, what's, uh, do you have a, f- a favorite Richard Cheese cover? You know, I, I, I feel like the, the only one that I can remember currently is the System of a Down one. Yeah. That one left the biggest impression on me. I really, totally. I don't think I've listened to Richard Cheese in over 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, I had it except for uh, our friend Sam Nolman. <laughs> I was just going to say. Yeah, he needed to. Uh, in college, I r- remember him just uh, like him trying to dip his toe into metal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he's such a he's such a just human vaudeville person uh, that, you know, he would start. He wanted to start singing. He would sing like Mother by Danzig in a lounge style. <laughs> and then I showed him uh, my two favorite things uh, ever, uh, like, were me showing him Richard Cheese for the first time and him freaking out about <laughs> people equal shit. And uh, the first time I showed him King Diamond and played him Welcome Home, <laughs> which is just a high-pitched scream of, Grandma! He, he fell yeah. apart. <laughs> the, the great thing about Sam... Is that Sam is one of those people that like if you if you show him something that makes him laugh, he will never, ever forget it. And Sam and I have driven across country like probably four or five times. And every time without fail around like, you know, hour like seven or eight. Here comes Richard Cheese. Here comes Weird Al. uh, (laughs) Here comes everything that you made that made him laugh 10 years ago. Yeah. Fuck yeah. 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 The, uh, The Hanukkah song. Yeah. So to answer your question, <laughs> I to Richard Cheese two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Although while we're talking about these, uh, you know, Richard Cheese and whatever, like I've I've brought them up on the show before, but uh, uh, Black Velvet Flag are like the '80s hardcore version of this sort of thing, mm-hmm. and they do a really fucking funny version of Institutionalized. Oh yeah, where I it's really like. Like there's yes. like sort of like the light backing sort of behind him, and he has like the greatest like '50s dad voice, just like all I wanted was a Pepsi, just one <laughs> Pepsi, and she wouldn't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a radio play. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, that's great. Uh, favorite, I guess, favorite covers on this album. Uh, Holy yeah. Diver, for sure. Yeah. Drew? Pa- oh, sorry. No, well, me too. Panama, man. Panama, Panama. yeah. Panama. Fucking Wi-Fi high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, that's crazy. It's I, fun. It's fun. It's just weird. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. so weird. That Steely Dan play out in the end, just like that. That's what got me. I was like not fully sold on it. And then the band <laughs> just goes all in. <laughs> yeah, they do. 
Yeah, again, it's just like he was just like, yeah, this song is called Panama. Maybe it should sound like it's from Panama. I've never <laughs> been, but I imagine this is what it sounds like there. Yeah. <laughs> this song should sound like freshly mowed Boca Raton grass. Yeah. <laughs> this song should sound like a trip to sandals. <laughs> <laughs> this song sounds like a hot tub with actual sand in it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go either Holy Diver or You Got Another Thing Coming because I oh, yeah. do want to listen to You Got Another Thing. Yeah, it, opening with yeah. You Got Incredible. Another Thing Coming, perfect, perfect, perfect. It's so I, yeah, it's a song about uh, n- not expecting something, and I did not expect it. <laughs> <laughs> my fa- my favorite part of that song is still the ad libs in the end. You hear yeah. me? You hear me? It's coming <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's actually the th- the thing about that is that's in the original Judas Priest song. Yeah, but he goes like, "It's coming right now." He like does yeah, a totally. high but now it's just Baboon going like, uh, "Yeah." He's like, <laughs> "Think I let it go? You're mad." <laughs> it's so funny. I love uh, that. Was I want more songs where there's just like him having to sort of speak all of the weird noises that are made on songs. Yeah. Totally. Like, I would have loved if they, if he did the Guns N' Roses, like, knocking on Heaven's Door, if he just had to do the, ooh, woo, woo, woo. Oh, I thought you were going to do that. Ooh, woo, woo, woo. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. All right, should we do some plugs? Yeah. Let's do plugs. Corey, where can All everybody right. find your business? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram at Insane Clam Pasta, where I draw uh, music food puns, exclusively music meeting food in ways that make me laugh. And uh, yeah, you can find me there. I got t-shirts for sale on a website called Merch Link, and the link is in my Instagram bio. We can also get prints from me, and I do commissions, all that fun stuff. And uh, I, real quick plug, my band Realms of Vision is getting back together when I move back to San Francisco, so look out for that. We're in the studio right now. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have a it... Twitter, Corey? I don't have a Twitter. I'm really glad that I didn't fall down that rabbit hole yet. <laughs> uh. I spent enough time on Instagram. Yeah, well, you made the right choice. <laughs> Drew, plugs? Uh, Yeah, follow me and all the shit. Uh. Uh, I kind of accidentally lost my my Instagram handle, but I'm fixing it soon. Uh, at diet underscore Hellboy. Also, uh, wait, what uh, happened? It's you can't. I tried to swap Instagram names with my photography thing because I was like, oh, this is I don't know. It didn't work. In two weeks, it'll be fixed. So until then, just follow me on the two minutes to late night Instagram. Uh, two minutes to late night. Uh, also. I got some prints coming of the photos I took in Vegas and some other print stuff. You should buy that. I I don't have a job. Jorb. Oh, I usually go last, but all right. Um, (laughs) um, uh, Yeah, please follow me on Instagram at Dr. Mayor. Follow my dog at Great Hambino. Um, Please uh, follow follow Two Minutes Late Night at Two Minutes Late Night. Donate to the Patreon at Honorable Swords. also, we have we have we have merch for sale at terriercole.com. We got tons. We got, we have too many shirts for this show. <laughs> too many. We have way too many designs. Um, we also now have we have beach towels. We have fanny packs. Um, 
it's I know it's all summer gear and summer's all almost over, but fucking buy it anyway. You need to dry your stupid. Everybody runs out of towels. Get some yeah, towels. Yeah, because they're going to be gone soon, and you're going to wish next summer that you had bought them this summer. That's why you got to buy them right now. Absolutely. Or yeah, ahead. you go on vacation like a healthy, well-functioning human being. To yeah. Panama. Yeah, and Panama. same thing, though. Same thing. You're going to have a vacation in a couple of months when it's cold and you want to get the fuck out of here and go somewhere warm, but what's going to happen? You're going to go to the site and they're not going to be there anymore. you got to buy them now. Buy them now. you got to buy them <laughs> now so you can put the Pat Boone CD because this album is only available on CD. <laughs> For sure. Put yeah. it in the fanny pack, the Two Minutes to Late Night fanny pack. Jeremy, close us out with plugs. Yeah, uh, find me on Twitter at, at Jeremy Thunder. Check out Ballin' Out Super. Super, super. Uh, we just did a, I just did an episode that's uh, s- more serious, uh, and uh, I don't know. I'm I feel vulnerable, and okay. and nobody uh, <laughs> what nobody was, laughs. What was more serious about it. Uh, I did a like a more serious conversation that was taking an in depth look at uh, the series Serial Experiments Lane and how it relates to uh, our culture of like isolation and onlineness and how that then relates to radicalization of people to right wing politics. Anyway, the point is it's a more serious thing and nobody laughs and that makes me feel vulnerable. Anyways, um, check that out, guys. Uh, uh, check and, that uh, out. Um, go be a boon. Yeah, go. Uh, uh, also, please be on the lookout for the Psycho Vegas episode that will be coming out shortly. We have Psycho Vegas content coming to your fucking eyeballs, and it's going to be fucking weird. <laughs> some of it is uh, some of it is pretty uh, bizarre. So uh, that's it. Uh, yeah. Uh, go eat some bat poon. Oof. <laughs> Panama. Panama. Sick. Drew, give us a clappy. Yeah, Corey, take your headphones and put them in front of your microphone. No, the mic. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, my mic is over here. Ready? Ready? Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Good job. I think. Sink. Good job, probably. Probably. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Some pro shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Put your headphones in front of your mic. Yeah. Pro shit. <laughs> Put your hands. Is this Put industry your... jargon? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome to the game, son. <laughs> Welcome man. to the big show. <laughs> Yeah. Put put me in, coach. <laughs> <laughs> All right.